Okay, so okay. we just began today the book of Numbers, the book of Amidbar. And the reason why it's called the book of Numbers is because in this first Torah portion this week of this book, the Jewish people are counted. They're counted again later on in Parshas Pinchas. And therefore it's called the book of Numbers. So the Talmud says, why are the Jewish people counted? Why, do, why do, does God count us? So it says in the Talmud that just like when you have a, um, a ream of wheat, uh, you, you bring the wheat in by number, so too the Jewish people are beloved by Hashem, and therefore Hashem counts them by number. That's what it says in the Talmud. But the question is, the reason why you count the wheat is because you, it's precious to you, and you don't know how many how many um, sheaves of wheat you have. But Hashem, who does know how much how many sheaves of wheat he has, so why, he knows how many Jews there are, what's the purpose of Hashem counting the Jewish sheep? So, the Shalosh says like this. Shalosh says, we find in Allah the following concept. That if you have um, an item that is sold by number, even if this item is mixed in with other things, and there's many, many more uh, times the other things than that, Nevertheless, the Shalosh says, once something is, in the, is counted, it cannot be nullified. If it's, if, it's going, if it's something that is sold by number, then it will never be considered negligible. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock in Shachas. It, it can never become nullified. Ulay Yishtayim. Ulay. No. Yish Omiyam Tesh Vareva. So, so the um, Shalosh says the Jewish sheep like one sheep among 70 wolves. All, there is a lot of hatred out there. So in order to protect the Jewish sheep, Hashem counted the Jewish sheep, thereby relegating their existence to be similar to that of something which is sold by number. And because we are considered like something sold by number, Therefore, we are, uh, will never become nullified to the uh, nations of the world, despite how many, how they, if they try to kill us, doesn't matter. Um, we are still going to be, uh, we will never be nullified. Why won't we be nullified? Because we are, um, we are an item. We are something that is uh, connected to number. That's what the Shalas says. That's why Hashem counts us. But that um, reason doesn't seem to make sense because... Why do you, um, why is it that if something is sold by number, it's considered, it can never become nullified? Even if it's mixed in with, a, with a thousand times more than the original thing, it's still, like in the laws of kosher, if something is not kosher and it's sold by number, so it never is considered negligible. We don't say, like we do by milk and meat, that if there's 60 times mil- more um, meat than milk, then the milk is considered nullified and the, and the mixture is kosher. But if something's counted, it's sold by number, so it's, it's considered important. That doesn't seem to um, answer the question because what's the reason why something that's sold by number is, is not nullified? It's because of its importance. It's not that by counting it, you make it important. It's that it's, it's important and that's why you count it. It's not that it's, it, it was, it was um, important before. Uh, it's not that it became important by counting it. It's because it's important, that's why you count it. So if the Jewish people are important and are precious to Hashem, regardless of Hashem counting them, so then the, um, 
it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if Hashem counts them or not. Either way, they're considered. Um, either way, they're considered uh, um, special and precious because uh, because of who they are. They're tangible. They're tangible. So their importance is is there already. So why does Hashem have to count us? So we have to say that the purpose of Hashem counting the Jewish people is in order to reveal our importance. So our importance should be more tangible, to reveal how important we are. Yes, we are important. Yes, we're special. But in order to bring out how special we are, in order to, to, um, uh, in order to, to expose the preciousness of the Jewish people, that, yeah, that, should, that should be felt in the world. So, so, so therefore Hashem counts us. But um, um, the problem is like this. Um, what does that mean? What is our preciousness that's there organically? And how does then counting us bring out that preciousness? What does that mean? So we have to say that there's something about counting us itself that, that, um, that does something. The counting itself reveals our preciousness. There is our preciousness as it is um, organically. And something about counting us that, that reveals, that exposes, that, that, uh, that makes our, our preciousness something that, is, uh, that can be felt in the world. So what is that? So, so the answer is like this. The, um, hold on. So to connect this uh, device over here. Okay, the answer is like this. Our, there, there is um, the preciousness of counting something means, what does that mean? When you count something, every item that's counted is worth one. Doesn't matter if it's bigger or if it's smaller, you're all counting the same, you're counting the same items equally. That means what you're bringing out by counting these items is that they have some common denominator that makes them all equal. So regarding the Jewish people, there's a Torah list later on in Parashat Tzavim, there's ten kinds of Jewish people. There's ten kinds of souls. There are higher souls, the heads of the tribes, there are lower souls, the woodchoppers and the water carriers. And, and the, how can we all be counted the same? The reason we're all counted the same is because the idea of counting the Jewish people is to reveal the essence of the Jew. Yes, we're different in our minds, in our hearts, in, our, in, in the more revealed parts of our souls, but we're all the same in our essence. Counting the Jewish people exposes the essence of the Jew. That's the purpose of, the, of counting the Jewish people to reveal our very core, to reveal our very essence. And that explains why all the Jews are the same. They're the same because of their essence. This also helps us understand how to do the mitzvah of loving your fellow like yourself. How is it possible to love your fellow like yourself? Why do you love yourself? Do you love yourself because you're smart? Do you love yourself because you're beautiful? Why do you love yourself? You love yourself because there's a natural love that Hashem gave to a human being to love themselves. You love yourself because you're yourself. So in a similar way, the midst of loving every Jew like yourself is because, as it says in Tanya, we're all one, we have one father, and therefore it makes sense that we all can love each other like ourselves because we're all real, are one. We're all the same. We, all have, we have a part of ourselves that's, that's a part of Hashem. That's, who we, that's our essence of who we are. 
And therefore, uh, yes, it's possible to um, to love a Jew like yourself because you and another Jew aren't really separate. You really are brothers because uh, you all come from the same father. Since we all come from the same father, it's possible that we could all love each other, like ourselves. So this is what Hashem was accomplishing by counting Jewish people, revealing the essence of the Jew. And when the essence is revealed, there's a whole different um, there's a whole different way of serving Hashem when when uh, when your essence is revealed. Why? The um, hold on a second. Ah, okay. Here we go. Okay. There was a chassid of the Alter Rebbe. His name was Yekusil Lepler. The Alter Rebbe, because of something amazing that he did, um, he, he received a blessing from the Alter Rebbe for a long life. So he told the Alter Rebbe, I only accept this blessing if I have a life where I could see godliness and hear godliness. That's what he told the Alter Rebbe. It doesn't make sense. Someone gives you $100. You say, I'm only accept $100 if you give me 200 Doesn't make sense. The author was giving him a blessing to have a long life. And he's saying, well, that blessing is only acceptable if you give me another blessing, a blessing to see and hear godliness. What, why is that? Um, a, how does it make sense? Are you only accepting this blessing and another blessing? So the answer is like this. There's, there's two ways of understanding our role in this world. One way of understanding it is, is that there are... Um, many uh, components in our lives um, and the purpose of all the things Hashem made in our lives is to serve Him. Hashem, we're created. We have, and we have a mind, we have a heart, we have a body and it's all meant to serve Hashem. So first there's us and there's our existence and then there is our service of Hashem which is the purpose of our existence. Then there's a higher way of understanding why we're here and that is Hashem has a purpose. Hashem has Torah. Hashem has mitzvahs. And He wants to f- them to be fulfilled. And therefore, Hashem brought your soul to this world. That mean, and that's why Hashem gave you a heart. That's why Hashem gave you a mind. That's why Hashem gave you a hand. It's not the first you have a hand. And you, what should you do with the hand? The hand is meant to, to do Avish uh, Yisrael, meant to tell to give other than other person's taka. It's that to, because there's a mitzvah Avish Yisrael, that's why you have a hand. It's not that you have a heart and what you do with your heart. You should love other, your fellow like yourself. It's the opposite. Because there's a mitzvah loving your fellow like yourself, that's why Hashem gave you a, um, that's why Hashem gave you a heart. The purpose of why you have a heart is, an, is not just your purpose why you have a heart. To begin with, the existence of your heart is about loving your fellow like yourself. So, depending on, on these two uh, perspectives, is a, is a radical difference in how you approach every mitzvah and how you approach life in general. If, if you look at um, your life in the, from the prism of the intellect, what is intellect? Intellect tries to classify and put parameters in everything in the world and to, to understand it. So you look at, at your role in this world and you say, one second, there's, there's four kinds of things in this world. There's inanimate, vegetation, animal, and human. And I was chosen to do a special task by God. Amazing. Amazing thing. You're chosen by Hashem to do something really special. That's great. How great is it? It's the greatest thing there is. The greatest thing in the world is the term mitzvah. Amazing. Okay, so it's much greater than, let's say, chewing gum. 
chewing gum is not the greatest thing in the world. The greatest thing is teremitzis. How much greater is is is, uh, is teremitzis than chewing gum? Your mind says, "What are you talking about? Light years away. It's light years away. It's 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 a, it's it's a whole different thing. It's it's teremitzis. Hashem's mitzvahs for us. It's way beyond chewing gum." Okay, but it's still, it's, if you're measuring things with the yardstick of your mind, then what is your mind? Your mind is a thing that can comprehend things. It happens to understand godliness. It's not that your mind is about understanding godliness. It's first there is your mind, first there is your th- a thing, and then there's one of the tools, one of the, one of the ways to apply your mind is to understand godliness. But it's not that your mind is all about godliness. Your mind, the first there is, there is the existence of what your mind is. And since your mind first exists, and then it uses it itself to comprehend godliness, so it, just like the mind itself, understanding godliness has a, a first reality of itself, which is the mind, so the mind can't suggest to you, when it tells you how great godliness is, that it's more than itself. That it's more than, that it, it, it is the very core of who you are. Just like it's not the very core of your mind, Godliness is at the core of your mind. Your mind, is first, your mind first exists. Your mind, first you have an ability to think, and you have to think about Hashem. You can think about other things too. Just like the mind itself has a first reality, is I exist as a mind, and there's a second reality. What am I thinking about right now, thinking about Terimitsis? So too the mind cannot convey to you that godliness is your very essence, because it's that, that's not the way the mind works. The mind doesn't have that same perspective itself. First there is the mind. The mind appreciates how Hashem is, and Terimitsis is, is the best thing. So it, what it can convey to you is the Torah and Mitzvah is the best thing. It's incomparably greater than other things. But other things also have a value. Other things also exist. Just like your mind exists. That's if you're trying to understand how great Torah is with your mind. However, if you're trying to understand Torah not with your mind, but if your, your essence of your soul is revealed, what's the essence of the perspective, the essence of your soul? The essence of your soul's perspective is a whole different thing. The essence of your soul's, soul's perspective is, is what is life? Life is about attachment to Hashem. It's not that there's life and the life can be different kinds of life. And I could choose the best kind of life, but by the essence of the soul, there's just one meaning of life. Think about a prince who is uh, sent to a stall to work in the stall with all the other, um, uh, all the other workers. For the prince, it's not that he's, it's a lousy life compared to the palace. It's not a life at all. Life for the prince is that he has connection to his father, the king. Living in a state where there is no connection to his father is not a life at all. It doesn't exist. It's not, that's not called life. So Mikosil Lepler said, I only want this gift if you give me a life where I can see and hear godliness. That's because Mikosil Lepler was someone whose essence of his soul was revealed in him. He felt his essence of his soul. And therefore, what is life? Life is attachment to Hashem. That's all life is. There's nothing else in life other than that's the definition of life. It's not that term is the best kind of life and comparably greater than everything else. But what is life? Life is attachment to Hashem. So when the Altar Rebbe said, I want to give you a blessing for life, so he said that for me, I just want to tell you what life is for me as I feel life. That's what life was for him. He felt that, that higher perspective, the essence of the Neshama, that all there is is Hashem. That all there is is Hashem's truth. All there is, is Hashem. Veins are nothing besides it. So, in our being counted by Hashem, what it accomplishes is that the essence of the soul is revealed. Yeah, we have the essence of the soul before, 
But the purpose of counting the Jewish people is to reveal the essence of the soul. So that a, a, our perspective is not that, that, that there is, um, there is uh, other things in the world and the Tervitzis is better, incomparably better, but that to reveal that, the, that, that what is life about, what is, what is definition of, of our lives, the definition of our lives is Tervitzis. The definition of our lives is Nekshon Tasha. So the purpose of counting the Jewish people, as the Medrash says in other places, is Leidiachivosam is to reveal how precious we are to Hashem. Yes, we're precious to Hashem, but in order to make our preciousness known, Hashem counts us. It's not, yeah, that's, that's the truth of the essence of your, of your soul. But the purpose of counting the Jewish people is to reveal what uh, our lives are really about. So when the Shalosh says that, that, that by, by counting the Jewish people, it accomplishes that we become something that's counted, something that's, that, that it is accomplished. Before we're counted, it, that essence isn't revealed. Hashem recounting us, He reveals our essence so that we could actually feel and approach our term mitzvah. It's not that it's the best thing, but this is our life itself. L'chaim, l'chaim. Any questions? So living, so living in a Drugs. All kinds of all kinds of all, all kinds of alternative realities that are meaningless. Right, right, right. And purely tactics and head for 